Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Sappho Podcast, coming to you live from the great Jack Dempsey's around the corner from the Empire State Building, 36 West 33rd Street. Thanks to everyone who's listened to, has listened to, and is going to subscribe to the podcast. Find it anytime by searching any podcast app, Mike Sappho, on iTunes, Stitcher, the podcast app on Apple, anything else. Before we get to today's guest, I got to welcome my co-host today. Welcome to the show, Simba, co-hosting today and sober. <laughs> oh, sober right now, wait until like uh, 10 minutes from now. But uh, it's really an honor to be here and to be sitting down with Ramel. Thanks, Simba, for spoiling the guest. But from Brooklyn, New York, to Lexington, Kentucky, to the beaches of Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. Brooklyn native, number three, Kentucky legend, Ramel Bradley. What's up, Smooth? Mr. International, brother. I like that introduction. Thanks for having me here, both of you guys. I appreciate it. Feels good to be back in the city. Now, you got to be privileged to have Simba come on. Every guest I have come on, I'm going to tell you why. I'm like, Simba, I'm having this guy on. Okay, I'll try to make it. He never shows up. But he shows up for Jack Givens, Michael K. Williams, Ramel Bradley. Simba's the, he's here before me. So you should be privileged. When Simba co-hosts, you should be privileged. Hey, man. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> now, growing up in the streets of New York, playing in Tel Aviv, that's a hell of a goddamn ride. You enjoying the ride? Every second. Every second of it, dog. Um, I mean, as you know, the Jewish community is very big in New York City, especially Brooklyn. So um, my daughter lives in Israel. She's four years old, by the way. Um, My lady is from Israel. So shout out to Israel. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we've had Felipe Lopez on, Kenny Anderson. A lot of of New York legends come on. Felipe stayed, Kenny went. From growing up in Brooklyn, what pulled you to Lexington and why not stay in New York? It It was tough for me to leave New York City. I wanted to play here. I wanted to be here. I wanted to play in Madison Square Garden. But, um... There's not a program as big as the University of Kentucky. And when Tubby Smith came and he started recruiting me, it was it was easy for me to make that decision. I always ask this. You look at Simber and I. We didn't get recruited. It's okay. I thought I know you thought we did. We both look like athletes. Yeah, we do. That's what people get. People ask us that. What made what's uh, how did Tubby sell you to come down there? Because that's a big selling point to leave New York City and the Garden to go to Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Well, it would have been a big sell if I was still in New York, but I was at uh, IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. So I was already out of New York for a year. I was already, you know, used to being in the country down south. So, you know, when he came, University of Kentucky, I was like, okay, let's do it. It's easy. Now, the class you came in with, because that uh-huh. was my, uh, you guys were the same, like, classes I was freshman year all fall. Uh-huh. That was, like, one hell of a class. Legendary. Yeah. It was a legendary class. Um, I'm proud of that. Um, shout out to Ray John and Joe Crawford Joe. and Randall, Randall Morris. Morris. You know, we had a we had a squad coming in. That was before. See, we're, we're BBN. We're huge. Three of us come here every game. Well, I stay home because I get too nervous. And then uh-huh. I run here when the game's over. Jen's like the vice president of alumni club. We really, when they lose, we don't see each other for weeks. Mm-hmm. I saw Simba two nights ago for the first time since the loss. That was the first time I went out since our loss. And yeah, it, it was hurt. It hurt. Like it hurt. now, we're spoiled now. We're, every year we want Wall, Cousins, Davis, Kidilcrest. Mm-hmm. You guys were like the Fab Four coming in, mm-hmm. and you guys had high expectations. We did. It was a rocky road up and down in Kentucky. It was. It was a little bit rocky. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit, especially that last year. I mean, Gillespie came in, and a lot of guys were injured, and blah 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 blah. I'm just glad I made it through, and I got my degree. Hey, shout out to that. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. You know what's great? People always, listen, I do it, speak very ill of Gillespie. You had your best season under Gillespie. Was it? Was he a good coach or did you grow as a player to make yourself 
Um, I mean, what don't kill you can make you stronger. And I sacrificed a lot that year. I went through a lot that season. And, I mean, it was written for me to have some kind of success out of that year, you know. So, I mean, I feel like with everything that I went through, not only me but my teammates, it made me stronger. It made me physically stronger, emotionally stronger, stronger spiritually. So I was focused out there. Wow, it, it just had to be just playing for Gillespie. Yeah, like it, I know that was your coach, and like you know, I'm a, obviously you want to keep it PC, politically right. correct. Right. But that last year, uh huh, like that was talk about a brother. We in New York City, man. Get <laughs> <laughs> real, man. Get real. The last year sucked. Let's be honest. You went from oh, the man. no. Let's be honest. The first year you guys were there was the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you lost to UConn. Elite Eight, UConn. Twenty something wins. Like that was it. And like, all right, we. These four kids are going to take over, and then when the Gillespie years were horrible, so we don't have to be PC. I feel like this. I feel like this. I mean, we can't change the past. Of course not. But if Coach Cal would have came in that year. (laughs) Did did Cal Cal recruit you? He did when he was at Memphis. Give me Coach Cal's recruiting pitch. Well, I mean, it wasn't that serious. I didn't even really care after I came to visit the University of Kentucky. Okay, okay. So it was just like, (laughs) okay, well. That's why he left Memphis to come to Kentucky. You know what I mean? I was like, okay. I was like, man, should have got, got that guy earlier. <laughs> man, I've always said, like, if there were two point guards, that, w- that would have been great under Coach Cow, yourself, and Rondo. And Rondo? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean. You guys would have been like, what wall and, uh, and bless or where? Your, that, your freshman year? You know what I'm saying? Pre- preaching to the choir, brother. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you the serious question everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm. You have a beautiful girl next to you right now. If Simber and I come to Kentucky, I'm the 11th man, Simber's the 12th man. At Kentucky, we're getting garbage minutes against Western Kentucky. We're mm-hmm. up by 40. Mm-hmm. Do Simber and I get a lot of chicks down in Lexington looking the way we do without the best looking guys in the world? Tell the truth. I mean, you guys are pretty okay. But <laughs> okay, guys. All right, so I'm at it three, depends. Simber's at four. It, de- okay. it depends on, on who you go down there with. Yeah. No, I mean, they were on the basketball team. Always. I mean, it still depends, man. I mean, we living in an age where women are smart, man. They not they don't want 11, 12. They want you know to start in five. <laughs> so you gotta kinda so, gotta kinda so break out somebody. so break out the parry. He ain't cleaning the house, huh? I mean he ain't cleaning up there. <laughs> no. I'm just saying, man, when you when you go to Lexington, just let me know. I'll contact you some people yeah. down there. Man, let me you that. I, I believe you. I believe you. Simper and I hang out all the time. And now I try I try to be smooth with the ladies. I fail miserably. Simba has a move. Simba, I want you to show. Ramel's beautiful girlfriend's right here. Please show her your mating call. And if, 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 if you saw this out, what would you do? When you see a pretty girl, what do you do, Simba? Please show me. What do you do? What's your mating call when you see My a pretty girl? Call? Oh, let me see if it's going to work. Do it when you I see her. Simba, How do, do I do it? <laughs> Dude, come on. Don't be embarrassed. Come on. Let's see, man. Okay, so when I see, every time I see a beautiful girl, okay. you know, I approach her before I even say anything. I just go like, <laughs> just to get her attention. Okay. At that moment. Okay. You know. And then like, what happens? And when she look, what happens after that? She's either look, gonna look at me like I'm the craziest dude, <laughs> and it's like a done deal, or like it's a op- it's a conversation off. Brother, brother. You know, but on, <laughs> no, you got to from New York City, man. You have to help him. We go out on Sundays, and that's what you hear is mating call from two blocks away. They know what's going on. <laughs> you you graduate Kentucky, okay? What? You get offers all over the all over the world. I'm assuming. What made you choose the country you choose? Because you had some great places: Croatia, Turkey, France, yep. Israel. Tell me what made you choose certain places and the pros and cons. Because my life is revolved around traveling. So, 
I mean, I went to the, I went to the people that wanted me, people that wanted to give me money. Really, to be honest, I mean, simple. It's simple. If I had a choice, I mean, I'm coming from New York City, University of Kentucky. I've never been out of the country, so I'm like, okay, I don't know where to go. All I see is CNN and, and whatever, and I'm afraid and cautious. But people reached out to me. Hey, we like you. We know you. We've been following you. We want you to come here. Just so happened, I went to these places, hidden jewels. What was your first stop? Uh, first style was Croatia. First Did you go to Split. Cro- split. I was all, all over, all over the place. Okay. Um, Love Croatia. After that, I was France. Um, I like France. It's a uh, you know French people are a little mm-hmm. bit more uppity. You're not from <laughs> here. I don't really want to speak English right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, from there was Israel. I went to Israel. I was there for a couple years. Then back and forth there, Turkey. I played in Lafayette for a little bit. Wasn't really for me. But um, which way in, yeah, in, in Riga? In Riga. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Because my next trip is coming. Now, you know what? Now you're my, tr- my personal travel guide. My next trip, it actually was going to go to Helsinki. I was going to go to St. Petersburg, to Riga. And I wanted to go to Tel Aviv. But you know what the problem with Israel is? And I don't know if you had this yet. If I get the Israeli stamp in my passport, there's a lot of countries that won't let me in yet. And that's like a big issue. Have you had any issues with the borders or anything? Kind of, sort of. But nothing as much as I've had recently coming back home. But I guess that's because of the ban and everything that's going on. But other than that, I never really had any issues. What issues have you had recently? Stop. I mean, take all of your stuff out of your bag. I mean, like, literally, they maybe thought I had a bomb. It's how I've, how, how I've been checked. Tim, your last today, name is Bradley. Not today when we flew from Lexington, but... <laughs> International flights are yeah, crushing you. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. How they almost stressed me out. I was almost, I was almost at the point, like... Racism, really? Is this, is this real? And I had just seen the Get Out movie. I was like, you know Is this what's, what's happening right now? But I mean, I made it. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Here's the thing. Like, I've always said, like, uh, oh, I'm not the first person to say this, but, like, being from New York, like, would you say, like, helped you obviously it did like like to a certain extent because like the world is like here so to speak you have like right. everybody from everywhere right that you like interact with it's like literally the melting pot how did that like, like i mean i'll say this part? i mean i'm really proud of where i'm from brooklyn shout out to brooklyn 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 okay <laughs> but um i mean at the end of the day if you're just proud of where you're from you love where you're from and you accept it for what it is and embrace it, you can learn so many things, you know, from wherever you're from. I just so happen to be from a place that made me believe that wherever I went, I can relate to the people because I've always been. It's always been diverse. I've always heard different languages. I've always been around different cultures, different skin complexions and all of that. So, you know, leaving New York, it was like, okay, well, this is not foreign to me. You know, here's why I respect, like, Romel so much. He had a bunch of like people from like Eastern Kentucky, Southern Kentucky throwing up the rock while he was in Kentucky. That was like some crazy stuff right there. Hey, you know man. what I'm saying? I was like, damn, like I ain't even know about whole everybody, everybody's rapping Brooklyn, BK. And like they've never stepped their foot in like Brooklyn. Yeah. That's that connection with that Brooklyn love. I love when people are I'm not from Brooklyn, but I'm like, I'm from New York. I grew up here. When you're from Brooklyn, it's like you're a different place. I'm from Brooklyn. You don't say you're from New York. You really don't. Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. You know what that is. Yep. 
what are you doing? Because I, I Googled you, right? I try not to do like a lot of research. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, so like, hi, why did you choose to go here? Right. What's the greenhouse thing you're doing down there? Because you're doing like some, because you got like a lot of press about what you're doing. Now. Explain what oh, you're doing. Because it I mean, a cool. whole lot of press. Um, I mean, it's just a really good idea. Uh, my brother and close friend of mine, Jonathan Webb, he founded and is the CEO of App Harvest. Um, we're building a greenhouse in Pikeville. Um, I mean, if you know anything about the region, the people have lost over 30,000 jobs over the last four or five years. So um, we're going to put 140 people to work. We're going to be growing tomatoes on the vine. And, um, you know, as a university graduate, a professional athlete, you know, if I can go over to this part of the region and talk to these kids or, you know, anyone and say, hey, it doesn't matter where you're from. If you want to play at the University of Kentucky, you can. You can be a professional basketball player. You can be an entrepreneur. And, you know, just I'm just going out there to motivate and encourage, to give those people the same amount of love and encouragement that they gave me when they see me playing on the court. And how do you even get involved in that? Like, how do you even, how do they approach you? Like, hey, Ramel, I know you play basketball in Israel. You want to get involved in this greenhouse. How does it work? Brother, I don't, I can't even tell, I don't even understand how the universe works sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. But, okay, so I'll give you a little example. I was just playing in Turkey. Um, I don't know if you heard, of, it was a terror, terror attack there in a nightclub. I just left out that day before. I've been to the nightclub a couple times. And if I would have been there over New Year's Eve, I would have maybe possibly been there. For me, it was a wake-up call. I said, okay, I'm going to take some time off. I can't be a professional athlete forever. I need to make this transition. I was getting ready to take some courses and, you know, learn about business, organization, blah, blah, blah. My brother I went to school with, who's the godfather of my daughter in Israel, he calls me up, hey, man, I'm putting together this project. I got this team. Um, Are you available to come down? Brother, I'm available. This is what you want to do? Trying to put these people to work? How can I help out? And after that, I've been going 90 days. No sleep. I, I just flew in today. I haven't been asleep yet. Got in, went to the church. I met some young kids. I don't want to talk you all's face off all night, no, t- but t- talk, talk, I met some young I, I met some out. young 11, 10, 11 year olds that have foundations and are sending sneakers to Haiti. You know, and I came back today because he, he inspired me. And you know, I grew up in a church where, you know, I, when I was finished with clothes, we put it out on the table. We donated clothes to other people in the community. So I'm about to partner with my little man. You know what I mean? I'm working. I'm going 90, and, and I'm excited about it, changing people's lives and standing up for something I believe in. So what's next for you, non-basketball life? You're going to focus on this greenhouse thing? and that's my, that's my main focus right now. I mean, these people don't have money. These people don't have food. Some, in some cases, they don't have sneakers. So I'm I'm home because it's on, it's Easter mm-hmm. and I need to be with my family and you know recharge. But after that, I'm headed back out to Kentucky. We have some meetings with some grocery stores and stuff like that. Now, do you have the travel bug or no? Like I'm you, sorry? the travel bug, you got it. Like you started traveling, you want to start going to different places. Or right now, you're chilling. You're, you're um, traveling local. When I was much younger, mm-hmm. you're old like now. I'm I guess you're old now. I'm 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 right now. Yeah. I mean. I, I, a couple years back, I used to just want to travel just to say, hey, I've been in this place, I've been in this place, I've been in that place. Now, I still love to travel, but more so, I, I want to go to places that are meaningful. I want to go to the places that are in accordance with my life's journey, not just go somewhere just to go and say I went. See, I actually feel you, because that's actually what just happened to me. I went to uh, Myanmar, mm-hmm. went to Vietnam, and then wow. on the way back, I'm like, oh, let's, you know what? Let me stop Malaysia for a day. And I actually, I told you, right after this show, 
we're doing like a travel guide who's coming mm-hmm. on. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I went to Malaysia for one day just to say I was, and it bothered me to this day. I went to Bali, Singapore, Qatar. Like, it was a crazy wow, trip. Wow. But like, the Malaysia thing bothered me because it's like, I went there literally for 12 hours, got my passport stamped. I'm like, oh, I was in Malaysia. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> right, right. And I want to go to places now, like, oh, I want to go to the truth. Tel Aviv is so high on my list. I was telling my girlfriend, mm-hmm. see, Julia, I said you're my girlfriend on the air. I hey! Hey! <laughs> about to do the mating call to her. Um, <laughs> and my thing is, Tel Aviv has always been so high on my list. Mm-hmm. And just because I want to see the Western Wall, I want to see all that. It's a few years ago. I was like, let's go to Thailand to party. Let's go here to party. Now it's like I want to go see this for that reason. Right. And that's what you're on. You're on the same level. I'm gonna tell you right now. When you get there, you get to that wall and you say your little prayer, or whatever it is that is unique to yourself. You're gonna feel it, man. You're definitely gonna feel it. They don't call it the Holy Land. It's, it's very real, very real. Yeah, I, I work with like uh, a lot of Jewish guys, uh-huh. and uh, some of them are very religious. Uh-huh. So I've gotten like to understand a lot about like right. not only like um, Judaism, mm-hmm. but also the people from like Israel. Right. And, like, tell me. So tell me, what what did you learn? What was unique that you came across that stuck with you? Here's the thing. Like, uh, I think the most important thing that uh, that has stood out to me is, even though they're surrounded by like literally like everybody who's like literally trying trying to kill them mm-hmm. every single day, they live their life with so much joy right. to the fullest. Mm. They like invest so much back into their family. They're mm-hmm. very family oriented, mm-hmm. and like that has stood out to me. Being from like Africa, where like mm-hmm. family is like a big part of like who we are right you know right like I, I it was like an immediate like they related like we yeah. just like bonded on that and like yeah, i can I, I can agree with i can agree with you more i can agree with you more like people think it's like war going on and there's bombs going off but you go to israel and it's like a party all day long party all night and good vibes and, and tel aviv it's, absolutely. Supposed to be, it's awesome right get there man get there get there Hey, I'm, I'm trying to. Eventually, we'll get there. Uh, now I'm gonna ask you some random questions, okay? Okay. We always play this game. You and I are out. There's no girls around, and you want to impress people at the bar. Who's the coolest person in your phone that you can text that would text you back? And don't pull the whole oh my mom. My, who's the coolest cat right now that would impress people at the bar? That if you text them within like an hour, they'll text you back. Coolest person. Coolest person that would impress people. I want to impress people. That's a tough one. It has to be though. someone like, oh, I can text this dude, and he'll text right back. I don't know, man. I'm not that cool. I don't, I don't you have to have cool someone people. halfway decent. I mean, really, no one. No one. You're you not cool. Think anybody I know that's cool? You're not that cool, then. Why? That's why you're hanging out with us. Cause you're yeah, I'm not that cool, <laughs> man. I'm trying. I'm trying. We're getting back to an answer. Okay. You went to the... I'm trying to think about that one. Yeah, you bet... I have some cool people on my phone that I can just text. They'll text me back to tell them stop texting them, but they're going to text back. <laughs> That's what they'll do. What do you think right now? You traveled all over, and I've had this happen to me numerous times. I was in Budapest. I was in, um, I was in Japan. I wear a Kentucky hat. People say, oh, like they know about Kentucky. Do you feel now it's cool now to be from Kentucky, like you're a Kentucky guy? Do people recognize you more, Big Blue Nation, all over the world, or is it just us being very um, egotistical that Big Blue Nation is everywhere? Big Blue Nation is everywhere. Okay. It has been everywhere for a very long time. But given this last past couple years, it has been magnified to a whole new level. Catapulted. I mean, people see me, even if they directly correlated to Kentucky, they still remember I'm from Brooklyn. 
So I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You have any issues with the one and done stuff, or you don't care about that stuff? Um, like the Cal. Listen, I, I'll, I have, personally, I love it. I love recruiting the best. I want every year. I want the best players. I know um, Jen's boyfriend Isaac Humphreys just left. Monk is leaving. Fox is leaving. Bam's leaving. Isaiah is leaving. Willis. We have seven guys leaving. Bam is not official. Oh, Bam didn't hire an agent. Not official yet. So we have all these people who are getting ready to leave. I like it. Next year we have new guys come in. We'll fall in love with a new team. You like the one and done? You'd rather the guys stay for a little bit? Um, I feel like it depends on guys' situations. Like, who we the judge? You can't tell me. Don't go take millions and stay in school for another three years. I can always go back to school. I can always give me the money. I can go back to school. Here's here's my thing with it, and uh, I've always say this, and you can like. Tell me whether you agree with this no, or no, not. No, okay. Um, the goal of going to college mm-hmm. is to like acquire like a, either a trade or gain enough knowledge to then move on to like to prepare you right. for what like your career should be after like moving forward in life. If your goal is to play basketball mm-hmm. and you like accomplish your goal of like reaching to the next level right. within your first year of playing college basketball right. why who are we to right. say these kids shouldn't move forward and go to the next level i agree and like earn the money that they should be earning professionally i agree because that's the goal. nobody criticizes like a kid who drops out of stanford or harvard to go and like develop like something right, like start a, their own yeah, yeah right. to create like a startup nobody right. criticized mark zuckerberg no. nobody criticized bill, bill bill gates steve jobs all these guys Facts. but for some reason we feel that like we need to criticize these kids who come from like a different background by and large why is that it's 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 it's, it's a cultural difference well that's what i was gonna say actually it's, it's a cultural, cultural difference and like we need to move forward as a people right to where we can look beyond just like the, our cultural differences right. and just look at humans as humans like here's the thing there's nothing there's nothing different anthony davis has the same genius in a different trade than like Steve Jobs does. Mm-hmm. Facts. Hey, he's the he's the best he's at his yes. trade. Facts. Absolutely. I, I always feel I the judging thing comes down to two things. You know, I like this actually a real there's bar conversation. There's no questions. I'll tell you my opinion on this. One, I think it's selfishness. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I hate that Fox is leaving. I hate the monkeys leaving. I want them right. to stay as a fan. Right. And you know what? Because of what I do for work, I do see seriously, I see poverty beyond poverty. So if they grew up in that, who the fuck am I to be like don't go to the NBA. Guy, do, do you know what it is to literally walk in and see roaches on the wall? Facts. He plays one year. He's going to go to the NBA. His mom's out of the projects. His family has cars. Hey, you going to school? Like, Facts. I always tell myself, like, I text my girlfriend, like, damn it. I'm like, Fox, Fox is leaving. Good for him. We have, I don't know where he right. grew up. Listen, I don't care if you grew up with a million dollars. If you told me right now, Mike, I know you do it. You love what you're doing. Quit your job. You're going to go make $10 million. Peace out. And well, I, yeah, I, right. I only care about my family. Right. I want to take care of my mom, my brother. Boom, I'm good. So who are we to judge? Like, it's a Fact. big judging thing. And you know what? Another thing you said culturally, it's true. If some, if listen, let's be honest. If a dude drops out to go start Facebook, mm-hmm. oh, it's good basketball. Oh, that's typical. And that sadly, mm-hmm. that's what. But no one wants to address it. That's the issue. No one wants yeah. to talk about. Even it. like in the sports world, right? Uh-huh. Like I uh, look at uh, Jordan Spieth. The golfer, he went to Texas after one year, left, and turned professional golf. Right. 
you never hear anybody go like oh my gosh i can't believe that jordan spears right. like 10 like pro after year right right i mean well what's the flip side to that argument there, there is none that there's no flip side <laughs> like, yeah. stay in school they're gonna get the education because what no one realizes is the cal guys get the education yeah, they always and that's come off. They always come back. And Kyle has always said, like, here's the thing. They have a lifetime, like, uh, scholars, like scholars. Right. Yeah, of course. And, like, even if you leave and go and make, like, even if you go overseas, like Romeo, you've probably made enough money overseas right. to where you could afford to, to come, come back, back and, and, like, pay. Well, now with, now with the prices at universities <laughs> in America, I can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's have some I'm fun now. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> New York, Simba, we just get him a question. New York players you looked up to, like, growing up, now there's YouTube. You can Google anyone in the world. Stephon Marbury. Okay. Kenny Smith. Kenny Anderson. Um, Kenny Anderson, by the yeah. way, is the awesome guest. He's coming out with a documentary. Awesome really? guest, yeah. Mr. Chibs. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, man. I'm, all of the great NYC legends. What, let me, you're New Point York guys. Why do New York guys, why are they kind of like a failure? You, there's not a lot of New York guys. You don't ooh, see New York guys. Ooh. No, no, ooh. not you. Okay, relax. Oh. You don't see a lot of New York guys in the paper anymore. Like Omar Cook, maybe was the last one. Or Telfair. I looked up the Omar Cook too. Really? Like Telfair. I played with Sebastian Telfair. That's my brother. Oh, really? Um, like, but why, like these guys were New York staples. Like, say, right. why don't you see a lot of New York guys? Is it because more media that this guy's doing dunks down in South Carolina? Is that why on YouTube? Because New York is, was the haven of point guards. You know that. Facts. Rucker Park, the cage on West. Park. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like a, I don't know. It's a catch twenty two with us, man. We from Broadway, so. I mean, how much bigger can 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 get after Broadway? Do you think our prep schools and AAU have like taken away from the talent that used to be like groomed right here in like uh, New York? Because you have like uh, guys that like. Oh, for That's example, a good question. You went like down to Florida. That's a good question. You know, whereas like. 20, 15, 20 years ago, right. you'd have like stayed and played like in, city. City, like in the city. Right. Well, actually, I don't think that because it doesn't matter where a guy plays or whatever. If he's from Brooklyn, he's going to play against the top players in Brooklyn. He's going to come back in the summertime and compete against those guys. I think it's just more of, a, I mean, in New York City right now, the talent level is just, just not really there. And, I mean, it happens. Goes all the way around and it comes back around again. You Slash. know what I think? Fuck lacrosse. <laughs> they're taking your business. Yeah, all the white kids in Long Island are really. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they're doing. All the white kids down in Shamanad in Long Island are really kind of. I, I, I see. I see all these like brothers, like all these like uh, kids, like from Brooklyn, now walking around with like these sticks. Anyway, hey man, gentrification. How'd you score 100 points? How? How'd you score 100 points? I played NBA 2K, I scored 11 points, I went nuts. I scored 102 with just dedication. I hate how he said it's so calm. I scored 102. Dedication. Before the game started, I was mentally prepared. I I, I asked my brother Joe Crawford, I said, yo man, I want you to Google this real quick. Who scored the most points in history? He said, Will Chamberlain scored 100. I said, I need 102 tonight. I was dead serious. Oh, oh, I achieved my story? goals. Shout out to Brooklyn. You went <laughs> Put it up. Yeah, that's right. Wait, you really went out there to try to score 100? I did. I had great teammates. Man. They didn't want to run a lot or they wanted to pass the ball a lot that night. Can you tell us more about that uh, tour, the uh, barnstorming tour you guys did like, man, during that? I, we, I, I actually we, don't know what this is. Okay, so after we graduate, after the seniors graduate, they can basically go on tour and sign autographs. Oh, that's what Willis and um, Hawkins are doing now. 
No, they actually don't do it anymore. Oh, nah, they, they, not the way they used to. Yeah, the, way we, the way we did it, the way we did it okay, when so me and Joe went out, yeah. nobody's ever done it like that before us or after. And we went all over the whole state, and we played against all of the all stars in every city, every and, and region. Met, met, met like, uh, and we met everyone, and we signed autographs, and we talked to them, Q and A. It was good, it, and I mean, it made me see another side of Kentucky that you never seen. That was, and that was actually the first time I went to Pikeville, and they have this hillbilly days. And what? and it was yeah. amazing, and I was when I first went out there, I was nervous because I'm like, man, <laughs> I heard about people like me coming town. There's gonna be a movie Get Out coming in 15 man, years. You know what I mean, crazy. <laughs> but and here's the other crazy thing: just being a Kentucky basketball player, where people love me because I play basketball and not anything else, any other reason. These people welcomed me like I was one of their own, and this was years ago. Going into Pikeville, it's crazy, unbelievable. So wait, I, I, go back to the barn. I don't. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm confused with the barn stuff. Oh uh, yeah, so we went all around. We went all around the uh, state and all different cities and regions, and we played against all of their all star teams. Oh, is that when you dropped 102? Yeah. Oh, so Pikeville's team sucks. The That's idea. The idea. <laughs> uh, it wasn't Pikeville's team. Let's go. Let's go to 100. What was it? 11th region. Uh, it was, it was something like that. Yeah, it was like a... Yeah, uh, I stand. Simba, how bad you stalk him, Simba? No, 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 no. Like, I know every, every search. Everything that happened... His brother? Here's the thing. Everything that happened... No, I actually knew about this when it was happening. See? We were same year. Yeah. We were same year. I know. It was a guy, Joe, It was me, Joe, Bobby, Perry, Lukash. Lucas was on uh, on there because you guys were all seniors and uh, hey, yeah, Matt, Matt Jones took you around. Hey man, that was like a whole thing. Yeah. So what were you doing? Oh, the guy right here. behind his car, following. So, right here's, right here's the funny thing though. That's when I start. Uh, that's when I first started following Matt Jones. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. When Matt jo- go ahead. When we were in college, we, we don't want to hear the guests. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> nah, because you got it. You no, no. no. You are on top of it. I was gonna say like we used yes. to actually like uh, kind of laugh at like uh, we used to call Matt Jones. The guys from Transy, the blogger guys from Transy. That's how they started. Yeah, you told me this. Yeah. Facts, and and that's and it's so crazy now to realize that after we did that barnstorming and now even coming back and doing Matt Jones show yesterday, oh, wow. it's like dog, what happened to you? You're a rock star right now, man. Like it's crazy. My Twitter feed, my Instagram feed, nuts. Just because they have, he, he does. A, first of all, he does a great job too. Nice. They're obsessed with him. Like I listen to him. TV they, show, you got a TV show. Hey Kentucky, I mean, unbelievable. He's like an awesome guest. Unbelievable. Randolph Morris came down there. I was mm-hmm. a big Randolph Morris guy. I liked him. That's my brother. Crawf- Crawford, your brother. Was Rondo? We're not gonna talk. Nope. Whatever. Did you guys know? <laughs> Rondo's my brother too. Okay, okay. <laughs> but did you guys have issues? Because like he always seemed like he was. <clears throat> even now, it's when you say everyone knows like the Kentucky people. He's never considered. I don't know why. Was there a reason why? Was he like away from maybe, everybody? Maybe because, maybe because he's from Louisville. Okay. You know what I mean? So Because people don't, like, if they, you they, they can, don't adopt him. It seems like they don't adopt him. Right. Adopt if you're a Kentucky him. fan and you say Louisville, it's just it's a different feel that you get. I mean, Rondo was just always the way he is now. He was to himself. He was focused. He was headstrong. He's a point guard. He's a leader. He's outspoken. And, he does things his way. He was still our brother, and I, st- I love my man. <laughs> it's my guy. Because he seems like he's not like loved the way some. Because some of the other guys, and I'll be honest, you and other guys, guys are like loved. And Rondo's. It seems like he's like under, always pushed under the carpet for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, maybe 
I don't know, call it nature, but I guess guys who like to talk to people and like to smile, people like them more. Okay. Guys who growl and don't ever smile and serious. And it's like, I don't really like you that much. So, I mean, it's normal. I don't know. I was going to say, like, I'm not in that group. What? I'm like sorry, Kentucky what, fans. an NBA player? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rondo. Ah, you're talking about Rondo. Oh, yeah, uh, Kentucky fans, we don't like, like, I love Rondo. Oh, Rondo's, I love him. Because, like, uh, my, my junior year, um, our high school played uh, against Rondo before he went to Oakville for his uh, uh, last year. How many did you score against Rondo? Yeah. Pardon? How many did you score against Rondo from your high school? Do you guys play each other? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Great question. (laughs) So, but how many, what did you do against Rondo? No, no, I didn't do anything, but he tore up our uh, Oh, you were in the the, the, the crowd. my boys. Have you ever been on the court, Simba, like me, in NBA 2K? Were you ever on the court? Well, you made your own character, did you? Of course you? I did. So about 11 points, nine rebounds the other night. I'm the what else? <laughs> any, any re- are you having a good time? I hope you have, I'm having a good I'm time. I'm having here. a great time, bro. So Thank I'm, you for having me again. I wanted fellas. to I'm ask you, uh, Ramel. Are you single, Ramel? Because <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ramel. I've always said, like, uh, I, I, I grew up in, like, uh, Africa, moved here when I was a teenager, you know, and uh, I became a man in Kentucky and fell in love with... Kentucky basketball, but more than that, I fell in love with like the people of Kentucky, and seeing what you're doing, like outside of Kentucky basketball, what have like, what is drawing you back to what you're doing now in Eastern Kentucky, and and just the people outside of like basketball. Well, outside of basketball, I say what drew me back to Kentucky was just, um, you know, we go through transitions. Like, I've been a full, complete athlete since I can remember playing basketball. I was dedicated to it. And I was in this stage in my life where I was making this transition, saying, okay, I know I can't play basketball forever. And, you know, what am I going to do next? And there's all of these social injustice going on. And there's people standing up. And, you know, how can I do something you know I'm here in another part of the world people are dying I'm just here I'm playing basketball I need some meaning some purpose and again I talked to my my brother Jonathan Webb he hit me and said hey man I got this going on this is what I'm doing this is why I'm doing it oh really you're doing it for these people these people that showed me nothing but love and care and compassion and supported me not only through you know my four years at the university but through my entire career of course of course basketball can wait a little while while we go and you know do some things that we need to do that's admirable man are you, are you gonna miss it are you done now with the basketball like, done? You, you don't know yet i got another 100 point game <laughs> maybe a couple against me and simba <laughs> i got maybe a couple i mean i feel good i feel like i could play for another 10 years i mean I stop playing, I'm, I get buckets. I don't know too many guys that could guard me in any league on any planet. So I don't know if I'll stop playing and I'm still training every day. I'm in good shape. So if you listen to the podcast and you hoop, don't get any, don't get it, don't get it, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. But yeah, but right now I'm chilling. Right now I'm good. I'm focused on some real life things and, and basketball is not my main focus. Overseas, soccer is a different thing. Did you get involved in the whole soccer thing or didn't really? Yeah. It's good. I like it to go out. and it's a, They have a different atmosphere of fans. Okay. Nuts and fireworks and 
throwing stuff and fighting and police escorts and so that's good. It's exciting to be around Anytime that environment. A ride makes the game great, I guess. Yeah, you know, <laughs> being around that environment, it's like okay, this is dope. It's like this in America. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what they say about soccer, right? I call it football. You know, oh, here we go. Because you're speaking of like a riot. They Sorry, say Simba. football is a game of gentlemen played by hooligans. And rugby is a game of hooligans played by gentlemen. Because after every rugby game, the guys go and drink beer. After every football game, there's a riot. <laughs> Simba gets so deep during the podcast, doesn't he? <laughs> a riot after the football games. Yeah, no, I've never seen one either. Like, uh, like soccer. I do like how you put that though. But what it just sounded like to me was an American accent and an English accent. That's the difference between a gentleman <laughs> and a hooligan. That's what it, that, you made this sound very elegant. I like how you did it. I like that. Any regrets of anything for time in Kentucky afterwards? Maybe not playing in the NBA. Listen, none of us here played in the NBA. And was that, is that a regret for you not scoring the NBA? Because you had a, the truth. You had a hell of a career. Appreciate that. Like a legit. From Brooklyn down to Florida, which I didn't know about. Simbi should did research as the research analysis on this podcast to go to Kentucky, then Croatia, France. Like, dude, you played all over the world, and there's people Facts. like when Felipe Lopez comes on, he says, like, "Any regrets?" He went, to, he got drafted by the Grizzlies, played for the Spurs. He goes, "I always wish I played internationally," and I'm like, "Really?" He goes, "I always wish I would have been travel like right, 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 like, right." That's like Felipe Lopez, and he does a great job now. He's out, always out in DR, but like to travel the whole world. Playing basketball, that's pretty fucking dope, isn't it's it? It's pretty dope. And now, cool I've thought about this answer. Right? I've thought about this answer. It was always my dream to play in the NBA. Okay. So, is it a regret? No, what it is, in all actuality, is I had to really search myself because, you know, for a long time, it's like NBA, NBA, NBA. Oh, you had an NBA? Are you a failure? Are you this? And for a long time, even being at the University of Kentucky, it stressed me out that I couldn't be a foreign exchange student and go to another country while I was at the university. Like, while I was in school, I didn't want anything more but to be a student. And I couldn't do that training four or five hours a day, mandatory uh, study sessions, game film, practice, all of these things. I was in a fraternity of my own. So, friend and Simba on Facebook. In some <laughs> weird little way, the way my life has played out is everything that I've ever wanted. Hello, so right? I have. I honestly have no regrets. I'm. I'm. We're I'm loving with, it. We're gonna end with two questions. I'm you still owe me two the questions. You still owe me the coolest person in your phone. Coolest person in my phone. And hold on, think about that. And what the. What the fuck are the Knicks gonna do? Can you tell me what the Knicks can do? I don't know what the Knicks <laughs> are gonna do. Are they, beyond, are they beyond help right now? Shout out to the. Who's. who's Carmelo Anthony's from Brooklyn, so shout out to him. Okay, then he went out to Maryland. Is he really though? Shout out yeah, to for Brooklyn. Like a week. So, so was Jordan. He was born there for a week. <laughs> shout out, shout out, yeah, right so, Ramel, hey, I'm glad you know that. I'm glad you know that. I gotta really tell Ramel, you. Ramel, we, we were just talking about playing overseas. Sit right there. Every country in the world, Ramel. So your four countries. He doesn't. He doesn't care about your four countries. <laughs> you got at all? No, no. Because no. he's been everywhere, in right? The whole world, Ramel. In the whole entire when world. When he got on a Yankee. Of course, man. We all do. When he got on a Yankee. We all do, Ramel. I always feel you were the. Don Madden. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give you one comparison. You were Don Madden in Kentucky. I'll tell you why. They went to the Patino Tubby years. 96, we win a championship. We lose in 97 to Arizona in overtime. 
98, we win the championship. You guys come in a couple of years later. You have the Elite Eight run, and mm-hmm. I know I get the you, Randolph Morris, Crawford, and Rondo, your mm-hmm. brother. And I was ready for one more title, and it, that was a transition period. You left, boom, Cal Parry comes, and off. Like, you were the Don Mattingly. You were the transition period when you left and went off. You know what? I'll tell you one thing. I'll be honest. I talk to me and my, I talk to Joe about this all the time. With the love, and it was only, and it was mainly from the fans. If we didn't have the love that we had from the fans, we couldn't have put forth the effort that we put forth on that court. So we are blessed. To, ins- the fans we are, are blessed insane, to be to have been, have been there for four years and then get our degree, and then even in that trajectory. You know that the university has taken you know we talked about these one and dones earlier in the show and you know somebody told me the other day and it never really resonated he was like man guys are not even staying here for four years and embracing the, the state and the culture you know like you and joe did and you, we'll love you forever just because of that and it's like wow okay this wasn't for nothing but honestly that is one of my favorite things because I always remember you guys is like the last great like the last great class to go all four years. Appreciate you and Joe. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. You know? I always say the like, last warriors that yeah. went through like, hey, we're gonna go through the ups and downs. Like, I've actually thought about. Hey man, I got war wounds. I got battle scars. <laughs> Mercenary. That's me, girl hitting you. Mercenary. <laughs> Yeah, man. She was she was in the army. You know they all got to go to the army in I, Israel. I, I'm aware. So be careful with the girls careful, in Tel Aviv. Yeah, you know, well, I, I wish she'd pack it. I have Filipino you know, girlfriend, so any Tel Aviv, look at her. <laughs> well, listen, focus Simba, over anything there, else, Simba? For the great Ramel Bradley. Ramel, I just want to thank you for like literally giving you four years and more than that. I think God has like so much in store for you moving forward with like the people of Kentucky and like the work that you're like getting ready to like embark in Eastern Kentucky. I love those people like literally like they're like the nicest, most awesome people. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've been to 44 of the 50 states in America and I've always wow. said there are no greater people in in the 50 states than the people in Kentucky mm-hmm. because they're just like completely genuine people. I'm glad like you have like recognized that and God is using you in so many amazing ways in that state. I will pray for you. Thank you, you very much. Forward. Thank you very much, brother. And thank you so much for I coming. I appreciate that so much, man. I'm going to be praying for you too, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, two things. One, pray for his mating call because yeah, he's I mean this too. And we say this all the time. That you works. come here and give us like an hour of your time. An hour Bro. and a half. Dude, that's like cool shit. And I hope it wasn't like a generic interview. I hope you had a good time. We had a blast with you. Dog, and I had now a great here's time. the thing. I'll be honest, we have your phone number now. So if you don't come on and just hang out with random people, we're just going to put it out to everyone. Like, call Ramel. Yeah, man. Yeah, Sunday, every Sunday, we all go out for Sunday Funday. You got to go. Lovely. Oh, I'm serious. Lovely. Is it, is it in the afternoon? Oh, Sunday Funday, yeah. 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, perfect. I, I go to after church. church. Go no, to church? After, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's Funday I'm going to tell one story. I get my blessing. No, Ramel, I'm going to tell you one story, then we're going to wrap this up. So <clears throat> I meet Simba here a year and a half ago. We, I met him randomly, and then I'm on Twitter. I'm like, you know what? I want to go to Africa. So I text him. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to Africa with me? He's like, I do. Let's plan this. I'm like, all right, let's meet up tomorrow. I know a boat called the Frying Take Pan. Take the white man to the homeland. 25th Street. So Simba's like, okay, let me go to church first. So I don't know Simba. Simba comes up. He's dressed all class. He goes, I just came from church. He knocks down like six beers. He's like, F this. I'm like, Simba goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
long story short, for the past year and a half, every Sunday we hang. You got. I'm being honest. You have to come to Sunday Fun Day with us. Coming. You got to come. come. Play some. Some pong. We have a good time, coming. right? I'm definitely coming. We asked for uh, forgiveness beforehand. <laughs> Ramel Bradley, thank you for coming out, my friend. Thank you for having me, brother. Thank you, Ramel. Honestly, an absolute great thank time, you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it thank so you. much.